the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, and this is the Thursday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, words cannot explain not only what uh, you and I and the rest of the world, for that matter, witnessed over the last 24 hours, but nonetheless, as uh, more and more information is coming in to fill in uh, some of the question marks, it is um, a very troubling, complex situation that uh, was unfortunately the most evil perfect storm that came together in Broward County. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. A special welcome to our friends, uh, not only on our answer stations, uh, on our fake talk stations, but also at the biz. Uh, Let me at least give you some preliminary numbers for those of you listening on the biz. Another strong day, at least at the close. I don't know what the intraday trading has been because of a focus on South Florida and uh, other things concerning Tallahassee, but it looks like the Dow Jones Industrial is finishing very strong today, up 306-plus points at uh, 25,200. NASDAQ, 112 points up at 72.56. And for those of you who are concerned about your 401Ks and the S&P 500, well, a strong day today, 32.57 in terms of points, up to 27.31. And, uh, again, for those of you uh, on the biz, those are your numbers for this afternoon. Well, here's what we know at the moment. Not only do we have the worst massacre uh, I can remember, uh, especially here in a Florida school for sure, What we know today and what we're piecing together in the national discussion has been quite, quite comprehensive. You know, everybody has a thought, everybody has a feeling, and I've been back and forth with Mike Miracle uh, about today's program. And so going to do a little bit of a blend. We have uh, some of the very important comments and sound bites throughout the day, but I think it's also important for us to have a conversation. Today, as... um, as you have probably traveled around, if you've left home, you probably noticed a couple things. Uh, first of all, you probably noticed uh, flags at half half mast. And uh, this is not a school somewhere else. This isn't Colorado. This isn't the Northeast. This is this is Florida. And I want to tell you, it's uh, it's in Parkland, which you know, Parkland is is basically almost out in the Everglades. It's that west of uh, the Atlantic Ocean there in Broward. It's right next to Sawgrass Expressway. This is, uh, you know, it's kind of a cliche people are, are saying, but uh, I agree with them. I've, I've sold some real estate down there uh, in the years past, and so uh, 
Uh, I know the area, and, and yeah, you wouldn't think that would happen there, but it, it happened there, which means the underlying systemic issues that uh, are plaguing this, fan, this, 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 this country and our families and, quite frankly, our children. We can't turn our heads anymore, I hope. So what we're going to do today is we'll give you a couple of updates, and um, what I'm going to be doing is uh, phone lines will be opened up immediately, and we'll be taking your calls. And I um, want to tell you, we're going to take a little time out, bottom of the hour, because we've got an important um, symposium coming along. Uh, Dexter Sanders is going to be with us and uh, going to be talking about some uh, some venues uh, reclaiming Florida uh, for some values very important to us. Uh, he'll be with us uh, during this hour. But what I'm going to do in the second hour, if um, you want to be with us on the Faith Talk stations, we now have the names of the victims that have been released. And in addition to that, my friend, um, for those of you that watch Newswatch 8, probably the name Jeff Patterson is a name that you know. He is one of their very, very veteran key reporters. Now, I, I was listening to an audio feed, but I think I heard Jeff's voice uh, down at the press conference in Broward County, which means he, for those of you who have been watching the coverage on Channel 8, he probably has been the reporter there. Um, I think he's the one responsible, but, but anyway, there is... Uh, courtesy of uh, Newswatch 8, not only do we have the 17 victims, but I'm going to be sharing their names in the second hour, and uh, I'm going to have a, a little bit to say about each one of them, courtesy of the fine um, work that's been by, been done by Channel 8, and is their reporting, and so I will give them full attribution. But I, as I said, there were two symbols that stood out to us today. One was as you and I drove around, we saw the American flags at half-staff again. And I could not drive by a school, Michael. I couldn't drive by any, any school that I saw, any school that you have seen during the day, especially if you caught a traffic light and school was right there. I bet you couldn't help pondering about Violence in schools and what happened in South Florida. Here's a couple of updates. Let's just say that um, phone lines are open right now at 877-943-9673. I want to give you an opportunity to, to call in. Give you an opportunity to share what's on your mind. Give you an opportunity if you would like to, uh, and we'll try and be brief, but if you have an idea on your mind that you either believe or you'd like to talk about that could possibly be one of the steps we take to make schools safer. Now, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, and we will, um, we will um, also look at uh, some of the audio that, that Mike has been putting together. Now, as a prelude to this, I want to tell you that uh, you do not want to miss our coverage in Tallahassee next week for the Bill Bunkley Show. And that is because the, first of all, let me tell you, there is a, a very somber mood at the state legislature in Tallahassee. doesn't matter whether you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, 
Uh, this is uh, this is um, when you mess with our kids. I can just tell you that there's a lot of issues and and there's a there's a lot of heartbreak stories. There's a lot of things in a lot of areas, but when you have uh, a, a shaking as what's happened to all of us here in this state, when our kids have been put at risk like they have, it 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 really is the term I use sometimes is game changer, but. I want to tell you that uh, over the next two or three days, the the attention, the national, state, and world attention will be on South Florida. But next week, uh, by the way, the legislature is not meeting on Monday. It is President's Day. And, in fact, um, I'm very grateful that I we have a company holiday here at Salem Media on Monday. So we'll have some great programming for you. But I'll have a chance to be with my son and my family, which when these things happen, that's very important. But next week, I can tell you that there's going to be a conversation between our Governor Rick Scott, our Florida Senate President Joe Negron, and our Speaker of the House Richard Corcoran. Uh, we will have um, three weeks left in this session. And uh, normally, we would be wrapping up new initiatives. The committee weeks are, are only days from being shut down, and the only thing that happens is full session. But there is uh, a now a conversation taking place that um, there's going to be probably some very quick huddling and some adjustments, not only in potentially the, the Florida budget, which is, is basically almost to the point of the two chambers hammering out differences, but um, the governor said that... Uh, all three leaders were going to talk about what they might be able to do this session to take some steps, quite frankly, to make our schools safer and to address this situation. So don't miss our program next week because um, as I see this unfolding, we will probably have a, a lot of the national coverage shifting from South Florida uh, to Tallahassee, especially since, obviously, the gun debate is going to be front and center. The mental health debate is going to be front and center, and uh, it's going to be a, a, a very important story for the nation. How is Florida going to handle this? How is Florida's political leadership going to respond to this tragedy? What will Florida do? Or the story could end up being what Florida is not going to do. All of that will be shifting to Tallahassee next week, and, of course, we will be there. Uh, back in Tallahassee on Tuesday, and um, we'll be covering that. So here's a little bit of the update. The shooter was arraigned this afternoon. He has been charged with uh, the um, 17 counts of not just first-degree murder, premeditated murder. Uh, I'm sure that the state is going to be making the uh, the case for the death penalty now, we don't know what uh, mental issues the uh, the young man has, but you can be sure that the defense right now is not going to be a, 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 a challenge for them of his guilt or innocence. They're going to try to keep the young man alive by avoiding um, the death penalty. Some disturbing things that um, a year, year and a half ago, apparently um, he posted on um on a blog that got picked up by someone in Mississippi who called the FBI. They believe it was him. 
He wanted to learn how to be a mass murderer or a mass shooter in a school, something along that way, something along that that line. Well, the FBI went and investigated the, the person who saw it and reported it, but today they said, well, we really didn't know really didn't know where to go to, to figure out who did it. Now, that statement is not exactly what they said, but that's that's going to be very much vetted out by the press. And uh, for all the talk of if you see something, say something, um, it, it's amazing to me. One of the big stories is, is that uh, this young man demonstrated behavior that was an issue, and uh, it didn't get picked up. So... We're going to be having a, a community discussion. We're going to take a little time out and um, get with Dexter Sanders here at bottom of the hour. That's an important symposium. We want to get that word out in a timely basis. But um, we will uh, open up phone lines at 877-943-9673. Apparently, um, he was a member of a white supremacist group, and I was surprised to find out that he traveled allegedly from Fort Lauderdale up to Tallahassee to take uh, – take part in some paramilitary training. Um, he was in the ROTC. He was expelled from the school. Um, some talk this afternoon that this might have been over some frustrations with a female. He got expelled for um, engaging in a fight uh, with his girlfriend's new boyfriend. And so I'll just, I'll just ask you this. Have you looked at his picture because I, ha- I have found myself just looking particularly at his booking photo. And my heart is so sad. What happened to this young man? What happened to this troubled young man? We'll talk about that next. And uh, I'll share uh, sometime during our program today. Tomorrow is something to think about where I engage that very question. Because this just isn't a gun debate. It's much more than that. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. If you're a homeowner in need of fast cash, listen closely to the next 60 seconds. If you need $30,000, $50,000, $75,000 or more to pay off high-interest credit card debt, do home improvements, college tuition, or any other reason, call the Fast Cash Hotline at 1-800-397-1886. The Fast Cash Hotline is brought to you by Lendgenuity, the Internet's fastest-growing direct mortgage lender. Homeowners, you can now consolidate your monthly bills into one low monthly payment. 
pay off high interest credit cards, auto loans, student loans, home equity lines, or get cash out for any reason. Call the Fast Cash Hotline today at 1 800 397 1886. You'll hear your new low monthly payment in less than 60 seconds. You can save hundreds of dollars every month. Homeowners are invited to call now for a free rate and payment quote. Call the Fast Cash Hotline at 1 800 397 1886. That's 1 800 397 1886. ResMec is a licensed mortgage lender, NMLS 153098. For licensing information, visit nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Subject to credit approval. Not available in all states. We're back. It's Bill Bunkley here on a um, not only a very sorrowful, but I hope a very thoughtful uh, two-hour edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday afternoon. As um, a- unless you were hiding under a rock, probably most everybody listening has some sort of thought or an opinion. And uh, I also have given some thought about um, what can we do, what should we do. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Let me just open it up, and uh, I'm delighted because. Uh, from all the way down south in Naples, and that gives you an idea of our reach. Irene is with us this afternoon, and uh, Irene, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you, Bill. Uh, thank God that all of you are there, people with sound minds. First of all, God is missing. That's first. Second of all, you know, I hear all these people in Congress, whatever, uh, blaming guns and mental illness and this and this and this. I want to know, we used to have peer leadership, and that taught both ways. They, you know, they'd seek out people and help them from people with swimming, you know, uh, the kids that had, um, you know, mental, uh, mental retardation, plus an outreach for everyone, people who would stand with people. It looks like this person, was, he joined ROTC, but... During that time, people like Hillary Clinton screaming, don't stop, Madonna, he, they deserve to be killed, and all the rest of them, Behar, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. What do you think? That's the people. It, it, it does a lot. And then screaming, all these, excuse me, I'm sorry, it's my opinion, Democrats, screaming all these things, all this is hate, 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 and no God. And just hate and accusing people and yelling and screaming at the president. Look at even the other kids that went to this school who went through such a horror had the audacity. Instead of thinking about what happened, he's screaming at the president. I wonder what's going on at that school. Well, they're probably reflecting. First of all, we have a harsh, harsh, harsh culture. And yes, we in many aspects have a godless culture. And uh, I would, uh, I'm not going to make many of the cases, we'll talk about this for the next few days, but yes, uh, taking God out of the, out of the community picture and uh, giving people um, a good compass in what I believe to be the compass, the guidebook, no doubt that's an issue. But we're, we're the harshness and the violence and the exposure, and quite frankly, dads and moms that are that are getting divorced and the kids are throwaway or let them be on their devices irene you're on it but but we'll talk about this today in the coming days but but this is much deeper i agree than just guns and not only that 
we're so concentrated on helping the world that we've forgotten our own people. And we're, we're, I mean, I'm not blaming them, but I'm saying if there were Christians in that school, didn't, they could have invited him to church. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's a, it's, it has all these spikes on it, but I guarantee you they're going to want to take either make us a police state with all the guns and the security and everything, or they're going to take away the guns, or they're going to blame it on the mentally ill and put them all away. And then you're going to start people saying everybody's telling on everybody, and that's not what it is. And it's sad. It's sick. We all have to do our part. Like I said, be a peer leader, no matter right. what age you are. All be right. a decent person. All right, Irene, good thoughts. We've got the, the phone lines just lit up, so we're going to be a little briefer today. But, Irene, thank you for your past participation today on our program. We appreciate your comments. 877-943-9673. Let's bring it back up here to uh, Tampa. Uh, let's talk to Chris. Chris, welcome to the, the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Sorry, that is a sad day, though. <laughs> thoughtful, very thoughtful. Yeah, it is, and uh, and I echo what you were saying. Uh, you know, looking at the, the booking photo, um, and it reminded me of the you know the shooter that went into the church. You know, the, the racist kid that went into the church and, and shot up everybody. You know, a little while back, and and some of the photos out there. You know, he looks young, and and it does make you you know wonder. He didn't come out of the womb this way. So what has happened to our youth that has led them to go down these roads, you know, and um, I can tell you as a youth pastor for over 10 years, one of the most important things to to teenagers today is people that focus on how they feel. They feel like people aren't paying attention. Even their parents aren't, you know, concerned about how they feel. And if you look at what's behind all of our actions, you know, there's always emotions behind our actions, whether we get up and we say, man, I feel like a good cup of coffee today. Well, we feel like a good cup of coffee today. You know, from the littlest thing to the biggest thing, our, our emotions feed our actions. And so there's been a history, obviously, in this kid's life of failures and, and people that have failed him that led him to that point. And we really got to start focusing on the emotional and spiritual side of these issues, this gun control stuff. You're not going to stop these types of things. I mean, there's nothing to stop somebody, God help us, from walking into a mall right now and doing the same thing. So outside of a police state, you can't stop it unless we focus on the spiritual and, and well, emotional implications. I want to try and get Jim in here. or may, may not, though. Are we that tight? Uh, let me just say this, Chris. Um, and, I, and it's interesting because I'm te- teaching a topical um, subject in my Bible fellowship class uh, on Sunday mornings. And it's about the cultural impact on our families. And what I want to say is this. Yes, the Bible, Scripture, whatever your faith is. But I want to tell you, the big question for Chris, for, for, for on Chris's point is, who's raising our kids? Are parents raising our kids? Or is the culture raising our kids? And when you realize the many ways the culture can now invade your family environment, even if you've got the Ozzy and Harriet thing going, Chris, as you know, our kids are more susceptible to the vile, negative things that they are acting out in their lives. And uh, it's very hard for parents to be parents because we're not uh, the country of 200 years ago. Give you, give you like 15 seconds. Yep, no problem. You're absolutely correct. It's social media. It's entertainment industry. It's all these things that parents really, really need to start looking at. They mentioned these kids' parents weren't social, uh, social uh, network people, so they had no idea of the warning signs. There's just some failures all around that needs to be looked at. So thanks a lot, Bill. God 
God bless you. God bless you. We'll go to Jim. And by the way, Jim and Wade, Wade, hold on. If we don't get to you, we're going to resume this discussion um, a little bit later on in the program, and you'll be the first guys. Uh, let's go to Jim real quick. Jim, do you have a thought or two? We'd be glad to bring you back uh, after our discussion with uh, Dexter. Yeah, bring me back. All right, let's do this. Jim, we'll get uh, – if you'll follow up with Jim and Wade, uh, Jim will be first, Wade will be second. We're going to continue to uh, let you, our community, uh, share – and uh, talk, and uh, uh, we'll have this conversation. But um, uh, we've got a hard uh, out here in just a moment, and uh, it's very important that uh, I want to make sure that we we want to continue to cover the things that are happening in our community. Uh, and over the next few days, certainly this is going to be a, a conversation that will be unfolding. But coming up next, the founder and leader of the Back to God movement, Dexter Sanders, is talking about two CEO symposiums. One in Tampa on February the 20th, one in Sarasota the next day on February 21st. We'll find out what this symposium is all about. And by the way, as you business people, you are invited. Maybe extra important in light of where we find ourselves these days. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show. Plenty of time to have the conversation. Just stay with us. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. We're hearing now for the first time from the police officer who detained the suspect in yesterday's deadly Florida school shooting. It was police officer Michael Leonard who says he was on a routine patrol at the time, and he was able to apprehend the suspect with very little conflict. Months before, authorities say the gunman, Nicholas Cruz, walked into his former high school in Florida and opened fire, killing 17. The troubled team apparently was showing signs he was bent on violence. For example, a YouTube uh, post with the name Nicholas Cruz saying, quote, I'm going to be a professional school shooter appeared on the Internet. Michaela Schifrin won the giant slalom with two solid runs for her second career Olympic gold medal. No American alpine skier has ever earned more. On Wall Street at the close, the Dow booming. It was up 307 points on the session. The Nasdaq up 113. This is SRN News. When a disaster strikes your community, where do you turn for help? How can you deal with suffering, loss, and inevitable questions like, where's God and why did he allow this to happen? Find the help you need at the Focus on the Family Help Center. We'll listen to you, pray with you, and give you godly encouragement. We're available weekdays at 855-771-HELP. That's 855-771-HELP. Focus on the family. Weekdays at 7. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Liberal media outlets are swooning over North Korea's sports diplomacy at the 2018 Winter Olympic Games. They've even suggested that somehow the North Koreans have outmaneuvered the Trump administration in the diplomatic arena. Such assertions are ridiculous. Vice President Pence, representing our country at the Olympics, did the right thing by continuing to shine a light on the threat that North Korea poses to our allies in Asia and to the United States. We cannot be lulled into a sense of complacency. The North Korean regime remains committed to developing nuclear weapons that can reach the American homeland. 
Their rhetoric continues to be sharply hostile to America and American interests around the world, and they continue to commit human rights abuses and atrocities against their own citizens. If the North Koreans are serious about improving relations with South Korea and de-escalating the tensions that have gripped the Korean peninsula, it will take more than sending a cheerleading squad to the Olympics. We should all enjoy the games, but we should not be fooled. I'm Lon Hee Chen. This is an urgent update from FreedomChecksAlert.com. On March 1st, $34.6 billion is expected to start being paid out to thousands of everyday Americans via Freedom Checks. Checks so big they make Social Security and every other government program look pathetic. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. Lisa, a 57-year-old from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is set to cash in an even bigger check for $66,500. To be clear, this is not a government program. It is much better than that. There are no age and income restrictions. As long as you act before March 1st, you have the chance to join thousands of people like Doug and Lisa who are reaping a massive windfall from life-changing freedom checks. To see how you can claim your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, go to www.freedomchecksalert.com. But don't delay. March 1st is only days away. Go to www.freedomchecksalert.com for more details. That's www.freedomchecksalert.com. When was the last time the owners of a heating and AC company took time to share money-saving tips on your AC system. Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910 and FM 102.1. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Thursday afternoon, uh, about 34 minutes past the hour. And, um, you know, we're having uh, a very comprehensive discussion, uh, thoughts, ideas about uh, our children, about schools. Uh, But, you know, the common element, especially with our audience, is, well, many of you, uh, whether you're conservatives, social conservatives or Christ followers, The idea that I think everybody knows that God being taken out of so much of our public and cultural life, we are seeing the the circumstances of that. Well, I want to tell you, I think every one of you ought to have your pen and paper ready because we've got something very special for you. Uh, The the general area has to do with the Back to God movement, but uh, we're going to have a symposium here. Uh, both on uh, February 20th in Tampa, Sarasota, February 21st. It's entitled the CEO Symposium. I'm going to give you a website. But Dexter Sanders is uh, in our studios. I've known Dexter for a long time. i tell you what, this young man, he's so gifted. He's an evangelist. He's an author. He's an educator. Uh, He's an international speaker. And and I want to tell you that he loves Jesus. He loves the Lord. And his heart is for training you and others to understand your faith, to train others. And uh, he's really been used in the faith community. And uh, But he's also the founder and leader of the Back to God movement, a national movement with, which aims to cause an awakening of uh, you and I who follow Christ and God, that we may be transformed, that we may be empowered, that uh, we would be moved to impact the spiritual, social, political, and economic climate of the United States of America and abroad, and he is the executive director of Reclaiming Florida for Christ, which calls for the people of Florida to awaken, arise, and act. 
What a timely opportunity to have Dexter with us. Dexter, thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me, man. What an honor it is to hang out with the master. I'm not the master. He's a master. I'm the servant. Um, But very, just as a quick foundational question, we did not know when you were going to be visiting with me today that we would be experiencing the last 24 hours as a community, as uh, as Floridians. Boy, what a, what a timely uh, okay. event for this conference. T- tell us how that's impacted you before we get into the conference. I mean, uh, you said it at the beginning. Uh, ultimately, it's all about getting back to God. And, and that, that, um, that act of, of evil uh, that claimed the life of our 17 kids is yet another example of how we've removed God. Uh, from our everyday existence, from our schools, from our from our homes, uh, from our government. And now we're getting the results of taking God out of where God should be. And, and now now Satan is, is wreaking havoc among our children. My heart goes out uh, for those families. Just imagine, man, you leave school and uh, leave home in the morning. Mom and dad kisses you goodbye, thinking they're going to see you at the dinner table. But the kid never makes it back. Mm. Just at school. Mm. And uh, that's the example where our country has come. Man, we got a lot to do. We got to get back to God. We got to get back to his morals, his principles, and his values. And we got to do it right now. You have so many things that God's called you to do. But uh, tell us the the origin of of God giving you this vision for back to God. It, it was uh, it was amazing. Uh, originally, he just uh, he hit me upside the head with a, with just the concept back to God. I mean, out of nowhere. And at that time, I'm pastoring and having a good time in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, Dexter, I need you to go tell my people to get back to God. And then he says, then he gives me, and I didn't quite know what that meant. So he gives me Second uh, Chronicles 7.14 that says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. And when he gives me the scripture as an advance, I'm thinking, okay, time to go after some more heathens and invite them into the body of Christ. But no, 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 that wasn't the assignment. He says, go get my people. And when he says my people, I came to understand that either it was by the blood or by the blood. Either you're born Israel, his, Hebrew Israelite, that blood, or you're born by the blood of, of Yeshua HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus the Christ. But either way, that's who he's talking to. Mm. And so in essence, Bill, he was saying, go tell the church. Tell people who say yes to me that it's time for them to get back to God, back to my morals, my principles, and values. I tell us every place I go, I'd rather go after the heathens than to go after the church Mm. and tell the church that God is not pleased with where we are in America. Mm. Now, uh, get your pencil ready because for those of you, especially in light of um, our thoughts the last 24 hours, those of you who are uh, faith-based persons, I want to tell you, jot down two dates. In Tampa, it's February 20th. Um, in Sarasota, February 21st. Here's the website that I I want you to check out, reclaimingflorida.org. That's reclaimingflorida.org. For those of you who kind of feel like, hey, I want to do something, I want to explore some things where we can impact our community, this is where you need to start. It is just days out. Again, that website, reclaimingflorida.org. Now, the CEO symposiums. They're all across Florida. We're talking about the two that are in our area. Just what is a CEO uh, symposium, and what is the purpose of these meetings? The purpose of the meetings is, first of all, uh, we're, we're drawing in uh, prominent business leaders from across the country. I mean, we got Norm Miller coming in from Interstate Battery, Bob Williamson uh, from the Jesus Alliance, and then we got folks that some know in this area, John Stenberger and Matt Stavers and all those guys. They're coming in, about 12 uh, to be exact, and they're coming to empower Business leaders, get this bill, business leaders uh, to stand up 
and, and become a moving force in identifying people throughout the state of Florida that we can call, support, and, and elect in the offices from, from the governor all the way down. It's time to get the business sector into the process of electing God-fearing men and women in offices in the state of Florida. You know, Dexter Sanders, when I think about uh, our community and I think about uh, business leaders, you know, part of what we're seeing is common fabric not only is uh, devoid of God and we're seeing some of the social, the really social casualties of that, but we're also, for instance, when I looked in this young lad's picture, I look at a, a young lad that my heart goes out to him. Just looking, I, yes. I couldn't help gazing at him. And I'm thinking, he lost his mom. He couldn't fit in. He needed to be loved. Now, think about our business leaders. You know, our business leaders, they're, they're, in, they're part of our commerce. But at the same time, they can dedicate a part of their business effort to this community well-being. And then they can... For those who, who would like to explore the option uh, of the, what we, you and I know, that God loves us, and yes. there's people who will love on them, talk about how important it is. And, and if, you were, if you were to stereotype a particular business leader listening right now, who do you really want to hopefully catch the vision to be with you in a few days? Imagine this. Imagine the next great revival coming in the marketplace. That means that God has given opportunity to the business leaders, CEOs, and business owners, the same opportunity he gives a pastor every morning on, in Sunday church. See, the pastor is able to stand in front of his congregation and says what thus says the Lord. Well, guess what? Business leaders and CEOs have the same opportunity in their workplaces. I mean, that's their own little church, if you will. And so what are we looking for? Who's God looking for? We're looking for God-fearing men and women who want to get back to God and in and, and, and their values and their morals and principles. But not only that, but help others in the community, in the environment that they work in, to do the same. And to stand up to be uh, that example of God, what, what he wants us to be, as just plain old human beings in the United States of America. Mm. I mean, if not us, who? If not now, when? And so what kind of business leader? The God-fearing one. The one that wants to see God in every aspect of our lives. Now, I want to tell you, uh, I'm going by memory here. On uh, For those of you in the greater Tampa market on February 20th, it is at the Carrollwood Golf and Country Club. And the reason why I remember that, uh, Dexter Sanders, because I live in Carrollwood Village. So <laughs> I got that one. Got so that mark down for those of you in Tampa, February 20th, it'd be in the Carrollwood area, Carrollwood Go Golf and Country Club. The next day in Sarasota, February 21st, for those of you in that area, where is that located? Uh, that one is going to be, let's see, it's going to be at the Laurel Oaks Country Community uh, Country Club. And that's uh, that's in Sarasota. All right. And then at the Edison Restaurant in Fort Myers. Ooh. What, what day is the Edison in Fort Myers? That's on the 21st. All right. All right. Now, uh, if you're driving, don't worry about it. But just remember this, reclaimingflorida.org, reclaimingflorida.org. Information is there also about the event, but also on how you can register and be a part. Now. You get a bunch of businessmen and women in Tampa, and Sarasota, Fort Myers. Talk a little bit about, uh, as they get energized, what is your goal to be accomplished maybe uh, a year down the road from these folks? Here's the beautiful part about this. Uh, these four uh, symposiums uh, are four of 13. We've already done five a few months ago. We've done Orlando and Tampa, Daytona, Acala, Tallahassee. We've already done those. And now we're going to do these four. And we're going to clean up with four others near the southern tier. 13 cities to be exact. We're going to take leaders 
from each of those 13 cities, and we're going to bring them in and commit and, and create a committee, if you will. And this is going to be the driving force, this committee, 13 citywide in Orlando or uh, in Florida, for finding and then helping to elect God-fearing men and women into office across the, across our, 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 our state. Hmm. Now, again, that website is reclaimingflorida.org, reclaimingflorida.org. Tell us um, how one registers. Tell them what. Tell us. Tell us. Tell our audience what they can expect the day of the event. All you got to do, man, is go to that that website uh, www.reclaimingflorida.org. Click on the CEO Symposium uh, link, and you're going to go to a registration page. Put in your information. It'll take you about thirty seconds to do that, and then show up. Show up with an anticipation and excitement that you're going to meet some awesome, awesome business leaders from across the state of Florida and the country, and you're going to be empowered. Uh, there uh, to stand up for God's principles as a CEO or business leader. One last point I want to make, and of course, uh, at this hour, uh, Dexter, uh, I, I have a lot of crossover. Of course, I'm a Christ follower. In yes. our second hour, I'm on our faith talk stations. But right now, we have our uh, conservative answer stations all throughout West Central Florida, the answers. We also have our biz station. Uh, so a lot of platforms here. When we talk about these basic biblical values, they really are the family values that were basic to America. So as we're as we got an audience today focusing in on, on what what's happening, what we can do, just in about thirty seconds, tell us to maybe those that aren't Christ followers that what we're talking about is a movement that gets back to the family values that we're part of, of the mainstream fabric of the backbone of this country and why that's what this symposium really will be talking about. Sometimes labels get us really, really messed up. We start talking about the liberals and the conservatives and this and the Republicans and the Democrats and all that stuff. But the actuality, we're just talking about getting back to godly principles, uh, the principles that God gave us to govern us, that we could be his children and be great representatives of him here in the United States of America. That's what it's all about. All right. Now, if you're a business owner and if you would like to um, not just uh, make a ton of money and to uh, uh, provide for a lot of jobs, but but if you if you want to go beyond that for more of a community purpose, in addition to uh, the blessings you have as an owner. Hey, why don't you come check out the CEO Symposium in Tampa? That would be February the 20th. Check out the CEO Symposium, the Sarasota, Fort Myers, February 21st. For more details, to get in contact with uh, Dexter Sanders. And by the way, just flip him a note off the website there. He'll be glad to call you back. Go to reclaimingflorida.org. That's reclaimingflorida.org. Again, that website is reclaimingflorida.org. If you'd like to um, just come and uh, kick the tires, come and see if this is something that would be right for you to plug in to make a difference in our community because I think it's many efforts like this as uh, all of us doing different parts in different areas. We're going to get uh, the protection for our kids. We're going to to stand up against the evil that we've seen the last 24 hours. But uh, it's not just sitting at home. It's getting involved. With that, Dexter Sanders, thank you for all of your ministry and what you do. Thank you for spending some time with us, and we wish you very, very well the next few days. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless you, man. Again, that's Dexter Sanders, Back to God Movement, CEO Symposiums, February 20th, February 21st. Go to ReclaimingFlorida.org. That's ReclaimingFlorida.org. All right, we'll fire up the phone lines, 877-943-9673. I've got some thoughts. We'll carry it over to the second hour of The Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. This is your Florida Community Connection.
racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Register now for the free CEO Symposium Tuesday, February 20th from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club in Tampa. Join Christian business leaders and Florida state legislators to discuss Discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stemberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You won't want to miss the opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event, Tuesday, February 20th at 7.30 a.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club, Tampa. Register online at reclaimingflorida.org. That's reclaimingflorida.org, the CEO Symposium. Register now at reclaimingflorida.org. Wouldn't it be great if Happily Ever After really was the end of the story? Ever After is just the beginning, but Happily is possible. You can learn the secret if you win a weekend to remember from family life. There's really no better weekend for a couple than to get away, just the two of you. Win a free weekend trip for a married couple to a weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. To enter, just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage just in time for Valentine's. Enter now to win a weekend to remember and get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage from Family Life. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. Letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. A -a once-in-a-lifetime Australian adventure awaits with Travel Cats. Discover Sydney's Bondi Beach. Be enveloped by the city lights of Sydney. Enjoy lunch during a Sydney Harbour cruise. Step beneath the sails to learn what makes the iconic Opera House so inspiring. Encounter indigenous culture and wildlife in the Blue Mountains. Ride the scenic railway in glass-roofed carriages through the rainforest in Jameson Valley and much more. To learn more, visit TravelCats.com. That's Travel Cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. 
I'm excited because uh, here at Salem Media with uh, the only Florida emphasis uh, live programming each and every afternoon, both Florida here and around the nation. You know what? Uh, just like talking to Dexter Sanders, you know what? We're going to talk about different ways, different ideas, and that's what this community conversation is all about. Now, got a few moments here on our wider platform, The Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. We already got Jim and Wade. They're back in the queue. Got a line open right now. Let me just give you a quick heads up. Uh, second hour, I'll be back. Uh, or if you're not listening already, obviously um, at 5 o'clock hour, we're back on our Faith Talk. Uh, very, very inspirational signals. Uh, I'll be at 5.70 a.m. Most of uh, you listening today can catch a very strong signal, by the way, on a.m. 5.70. You can catch me in the second hour there for more of this local discussion. Um, Our transmitter in Plant City is a.m. 9.10. So if you're a little more in the central regions uh, of the state, a.m. 9.10 might be your signal to to listen in just top of the hour. And those of you in Lakeland, uh, it's sweet. You guys sweet. We we got an FM translator right there in Lakeland, 102.1. Get that low voice on your FM dial. Hey, we'll be there as well. So I just want to give you a heads up. And, of course, live streaming right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Or you can listen, download the WTBN app and listen to our app, uh, iHeartRadio, as well. Now, I'm going to get to uh, Jim. Uh, We'll have to cut it off in a second again. But uh, if Jim and I are still talking, I'll be glad to hold him over. Jim, thank you so much from Tampa. You're live on the Bill Bunkley Show. Your thoughts about uh, the last 24 hours. Hey, Bill. Well, actually, I'm from Land Lakes, But uh, two things that might save some lives. I mean, it's surely not going to save them all. One thing is, uh, if you're a crook, are you going to break into the, the house that has a, an alarm company sign in the front yard, or are you going to go to the next house? You're going to pick your target. Okay. Why not put some signage out in front of schools that says, big letters, warning, employees are armed for the protection of our students. Now, whether they are or they aren't, the bad guy won't know. But just the, the thought that, eh, maybe I better pick another school. Well, that's what I would want done to the school where my children are going. But the other bigger thing that I've been trying to uh, talk to people about that I think might uh, dissuade someone is, it, we, we agree that most of these people who do these mass killings are, are off in the head. There's something wrong there, whether they're doing it for uh, revenge or just the notoriety, and I think it's more than notoriety. Why do we keep publishing these people's names? I think if, if the next guy out there that's having a bad week, his girlfriend dumped him, he's mad at a teacher, something bad happened, he said, I'm going out in a blaze of glory, they're going to remember me. So he, he sees this guy's name plastered all over the news. So he goes out there and he says, I'm going to go down, and they're all going to remember me for what I was. I'll go down in infamy. Why, why are we so obsessed with the guy's name? You can talk about him, but keep the perp in anonymity. Let him die a John Doe. Maybe the next guy will say, you know, I could do this, but nobody knows it was me. Maybe I'll just have to, you know, go suck my thumb somewhere. Well, let me, ad- let me, and don't go. We're going to hold you over probably top of the break. Uh, Jim, let me, let me address your second point first, and that is anyone who listens to my show will know I mentioned this alleged shooter, and alleged is just what I do. We all saw it unfold. Uh, I mentioned the shooter's name on day one. Uh, Today and here on out, and you know how I have talked about other uh, mass killings or these senseless tragedies 
Uh, Jim, I'm already on your page. My policy with the Bill Bunkley show is uh, they don't get they don't get any more mentions after day one. Now, let's go back to your first premise, and um, and that is the idea about uh, people armed in school. So keep in mind um, that's a discussion that's now going to be had because. Obviously, guns, 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 uh, and getting rid of all the guns is going to be the primary thing you're hearing. But let's get to what you just said, because I've been doing some research and thinking. And so let's talk about armed people at school. I happen to believe that uh, we probably now have entered into a time where one armed person at a school, a trained resource officer, um, is uh, we saw in this particular situation, large campus, 3,200 kids. He was not in the right area to be a deterrent. Now, Jim, I want you to hold on. Wade, we'll get to you. Going to take a break here because we got another hard break coming up. But, Jim, hold on. I want to tell you my thoughts about uh, armed teachers, armed administrators, along with a resource officer, and uh, an idea that um, I, I've been really thought about for some time, and I'll introduce it next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Now, what we will do for Jim and Wade and our audience, uh, we are standing by. There will be, I believe, another press conference in the 5 o'clock hour because they'll want to get some information out for the 6 o'clock news feeds. We will uh, interrupt our conversations to go so that those of you that are in traffic, those of you that are on the way home, don't have an access to your television sets, and of course we know that's a large part of our audience, will uh, bring you the press conference live so you can get the latest from um, Broward County. 877-943-9673. Going to take a break. I'll be on the other side on our Faith Talk stations, AM 570, AM 910, and 102.1 in Lakeland. And I invite you to uh, join the conversation and uh, join you to ask you to call in as well, 877-943-9673. First topic up, armed administrators, armed teachers, good idea, bad idea. That's next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Take a break for a night out. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you'd say, any precious? <gasps> That's my husband. Come early for our Ladies Expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapi presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapis this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. 
Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Back to the drawing board on the immigration bill. The Senate had four separate proposals in play and cast off each and every one during procedural votes, including the one plan that President Donald Trump said he would be willing to sign. It would have provided a pathway to citizenship for 1.8 million immigrants brought to the country illegally as children. Many of them could face deportation beginning in March, as President Trump has said he would end the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program. The plan also included $25 billion for border security and new limits on legal immigration. Those limits, including the end of the visa lottery program, were viewed as non-starters by Democrats and some Republicans. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. The former students suspected of killing at least 17 people at a Florida high school posted very, very disturbing material on social media before the deadly shooting rampage. Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel says the suspect, 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz, had been expelled from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School for unspecified disciplinary reasons. He says investigators were dissecting the suspect's social media posts. Israel says law enforcement needs more power to detain people who make threats. What I'm asking our lawmakers to do is go back to places like Tallahassee, places like Washington, D.C., and give police the power if they see something on social media, if they see graphic pictures of rifles and blood and gore and guns and bombs. Meanwhile, Florida Governor Rick Scott says in the wake of the shooting, he'll be meeting with state leaders in Tallahassee next week to address two issues. How do we make sure when a parent is ready to send their child to school that in Florida that parent knows that child is going to be safe? Number two, how do we make sure that individuals with mental illness do not touch a gun? On Wall Street, the Dow by 307 points to 25,200. The Nasdaq rose 113. The S&P advanced 33. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management is a nonprofit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-936-5348. That's 1-800-936-5348. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5348. This year's vaccine is doing a poor job of protecting Americans against this season's flu. Most of the misery behind this year's flu epidemic is being caused by a virulent strain called type A H3N2. A preliminary study suggests this year's vaccine is only 25 percent effective against that strain and hardly at all among older people. Experts say the data are based on a small sample of the population and could change. They also say even under these circumstances, a flu shot is a good idea. Some protection is better than none, and being vaccinated against a less powerful flu means you may be healthier if you get the bad one. Warren Levinson, New York. Cyril Ramaphosa became South Africa's president with a message of clean government and inclusiveness on Thursday, stirring the hopes of many South Africans that he can reverse a corrosive period of decline and division under his predecessor, Jacob Zuma. The two main opposition parties did not participate in the National Assembly vote, arguing it was a sham process. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
Traffic deaths on America's roads fell slightly last year after two straight years of big increases. But a leading safety organization that compiled the numbers say it's no cause for celebration. The National Safety Council estimates 40,100 people were killed in traffic crashes last year, down just under 1% from the 2016 total. The group says it's too early to tell whether the small decline means a downward trend after a two-year spike in deaths that was blamed largely on people driving more miles as the economy improved as well as an increase in distracted driving. Correspondent Rich Thomason. Sears says sales dropped during the critical fourth quarter, but the ailing retailer expects to earn a profit helped by a windfall from U.S. tax reform. Sears, which operates Kmart stores and its namesake, said Thursday in a regulatory filing that comparable revenue fell 15.6%. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back for hour two of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday, the 15th day of February. I want to welcome our friends who have uh, come over from our answer stations in the biz. Um, we have been uh, having a discussion uh, that's going to be um, taking place in the next several days on what we can do, some thoughts about not only keeping our kids safe in school, but the, the culture around us, cultural culture around us. Now, I was talking to Jim. What we're going to do is um, I'm going to be weighing in on my thoughts about teachers and administrators being armed. But what I want to do is this. We are awaiting uh, any moment now the latest update on the Florida school massacre from Parkland, Florida. And uh, as soon as they come to the to the podium, the microphone's there, which everyone's gathered around, we'll go there. But what I want to do is Wade's been very patient, so let me go to Wade in Tampa. And Wade, uh, welcome to Bill Bunkley's show, and I know that you want to share some thoughts. And Wade, understand that uh, if this press conference gets underway, we're going to go straight to that. But, uh, Wade, thank you for being so patient. And uh, give us your thoughts uh, of the events the last 24 hours. Well, it's uh, it's kind of a broken record, but I told your screener, you know, it's uh, it's it's really a simple problem. It's career politicians, it's career bureaucrats. You can trace this problem right to that root. Case in point, the last ten bad things that's happened in our country, the FBI has had knowledge of them, at least of eight of those ten things, and they dropped the ball. And I don't want to get on a off on a tangent, but. You know, they're off investigating a whole bunch of other nonsense that uh, really has nothing to do with keeping kids and people in the community safe. That's my point. That's one point. I could go on. uh, But, you know, you had a caller earlier that said, 
you know, lack of God, lack of morals. And that goes to a proverb in the Old Testament that says, my people perish, or I'll, I'll put it in a more uh, plain way, my people rot for lack of knowledge. And what's happened is we've, not only is knowledge and truth out of the hands of the local people, but again, I don't want to get off on a tangent, there's a lot that's taught in our local schools by bureaucrats who are career bureaucrats that's not only not true, but it's a lie and will get you killed. I got one last point. Quickly, quickly. I'll tell you two groups of uh, young people that are, are probably have never been a victim of a school shooting. High school dropouts and kids that are homeschooled. Now, isn't that interesting hmm. if you drop out of high school there's a good chance you'll probably never get shot at a school i'll tell you something else there's never a uh, mass shooting at a police department um you know here's a good idea here again you get demagogues for throwing out good ideas by the bureaucrats but you know there's no saying in the neighborhood the police always show up too late well here's a thought why don't you just park some policemen a couple at at the schools and have them, if you can't have a, a, a car at every school, have them in and out. Have them be a presence. If I mean, again, you know what? And I'm not the first person to throw out good ideas. But I'm going to tell you what happens. If you throw out good ideas, because I've dealt with bureaucrats, uh, even the bureaucrats at local levels, if you throw out good ideas, you'll get demagogued and, uh, you know, you know how it goes. Well, wait, but. I want you to throw good ideas out, and uh, I've got ideas in both of those areas. I, I'm, I'm sort of suspect that uh, I may not get to those ideas till, quite frankly, uh, tomorrow or Tuesday's show. But one thing I wanted to just circle back in, hearing your full presentation, I guess, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would say that the family, the breakdown of the family and the family responsibility and the verse you, you even quoted – that that really is the the basis, the first step. And then I think you would say the lack of appropriate responses to what can be done within the community by way of the uh, of the leaders, uh, that's the breakdown. So, so I want to make sure our audience caught that uh, I thought that you assessed it as a, as a dual problem issue. Well, again, what's happened is, you know, it's a government uh, of the people, for the people, we the people, right? But, and, and people have great ideas, you know, uh, but again, because our, our education has been handed over to the federal government in a central, centralized position, All right. centralized place. We're going to have to go, wait, well, wait, wait, leave it okay, there. No problem. Let me just say this, okay. Wade, uh, keep listening. In the next few days, I've got uh, something to say about armed teachers. i got something to say about keeping the schools safe with some of what you said about law enforcement. But let's take it to Broward County uh, because right now Sheriff Israel is beginning the press conference. Rob Lasky, and he's going to expound a little bit more on the tip. Then I'll come back to the podium. We'll answer some questions. So I wanted to start out by telling you uh, an Uber car dropped off the suspect at 2019 yesterday. 2.19 p.m. at Stone, Stoneman Douglas High School. The suspect entered the east stairwell, that's building 12, with a rifle inside a black, soft case. The suspect exited the stairwell, pulled the rifle out of the case. At 2.21 at hours and 33 seconds, the suspect readied his rifle, 
and began shooting into rooms 1215, 1216, 1214. He went back to 1216, back to 1215, and then to 1213. The suspect then took the west stairwell to the second floor and shot one victim in room 1230 floor, 1234 on the second floor. The suspect then took the east stairwell to the third floor. He dropped his rifle and backpack, ran down the stairs. He exited building 12 and ran towards the tennis courts and then took a southbound turn on foot. The suspect crossed fields and ran west along with others who were fleeing and tried to mix in with the group that were running away, fearing for their lives. The suspect arrived at the Walmart store. He bought a drink at the subway and then left the Walmart on foot. The suspect went to McDonald's, sat down for a short period of time. This was at 3.01 p.m. and he left on foot. At 3.41 p.m., 40 minutes after he departed from the McDonald's, the suspect was detained at 4700 Wyndham Lakes Drive in Coral Springs by an officer from the Coconut Creek Police Department. He was taken into custody without incident. Today, we've interviewed between the FBI, the Broward Sheriff's Office, and a significant amount of investigators from many other agencies, uh, FDLE, a lot of local law enforcement. So over 2,000 people were interviewed, and we continue. This is a fluid investigation. We have so many facts coming in, some true, some unsubstantiated, some rum rumors. It's going to take a lot of time to sift through what's true, what's accurate, and what's not. I wanted to honor the deceased victims of this horrific killing. I'm going to do my best to pronounce the names accurately. Please forgive me if I don't pronounce the names exactly how the families do. But I thought it's very important. I want to pay homage to these families and to the victims. Carmen Shentrup, Meadow Pollock, Peter Wang, Nicholas Dwaret, Christopher Hickson, my very, very, very special friend who I'll miss, Aaron Feiss, Luke Hoyer, Alana Petty, Jamie Gutenberg, Martin Duque Anguiano, Alyssa Alhadef, Helena Ramsey, Scott Beagle, Joaquin Oliver, Carol Offren, Gina Montalto, and Alexander Schachter. May they rest in peace, and may God comfort their families. At this time, Special Agent in Charge of ATF, Peter Forselli, will speak about the firearm. Good afternoon. On behalf of the men and women from ATF, I want to extend my condolences to the families of the victims and to the people of the community. And I also ask that you keep in your thoughts and prayers the first responders who responded out to this scene. Um, 30 plus years in law enforcement, I can tell you it was a difficult one. Um, the firearm that was utilized in this event 
was purchased lawfully here in the state of Florida just short of a year ago by the individual who was charged with this crime. Um, we're here to help the Broward County Sheriff's Office follow up on any leads that may pertain to the firearm or anything else that they need. Uh, and again, uh, I ask that you keep the folks who responded to this scene as well as the families of the victims in your thoughts and prayers uh, as we get through these difficult days. Thank you. Special Agent in Charge Lasky addressed uh, some of the questions you had today about tips received regarding uh, the suspect. Mr. Lasky is going to expound upon some of that information. Good afternoon. I'd like to take this opportunity to provide some additional information about the, the tip we talk, spoke about this morning. On September 25th, 2017, the FBI field office in Jackson, Mississippi, received a tip about a comment posted to a YouTube account by someone with the username Nicholas Cruz, spelled N-I-K-O-L-A-S-C-R-U-Z. The comment said, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. There was no additional information about the particular time, location, or further identifiers about the person who posted the comment. The complainant had provided the same information to YouTube. YouTube removed the comment. After receiving this information, FBI Jackson conducted an interview of the person who made the complaint. This person lives in Mississippi, has no connection to South Florida, and has no knowledge about the person who posted the comment. The FBI also conducted internal database reviews and open source checks. No additional information was found to positively identify the person who posted this comment. There was no connection found to South Florida. Moving forward, we will continue to gather all information about the subject as we try to identify his motives, his associates, and his actions leading up to yesterday's events. We are looking into his social media posts, his movements, his conversations leading up to the shooting, as well as any other indicators that may be out there. Again, my heart goes out to the victims, the families, and the friends, and everybody else who suffered by this cowardly and horrific act. Chair. I want to take this opportunity to thank this amazing group of people flanking me, your elected officials, who came from places as far as Washington, D.C., Tallahassee, and just came down here. The calls I've received from Congresswoman Wasserman Schultz, from uh, Mayor Beam Fur, Michael Udine, Commissioner, and on and on and on. I can't thank them enough. Um, they, they just want to see safety in Broward County. To all of you, thank you. We will be going over, I will be going over at 6 o'clock tonight to Pine Trails to uh, a vigil for those that passed away. You are listening to Sheriff Israel, Broward County Sheriff's Department. This is a live update uh, on the latest details being released by uh, his office and other law enforcement agencies. We take you back to uh, Parkland, Florida, and Broward County. And if they say they don't want to talk to you, respect them. Don't move forward with your camera. Don't move forward with your microphone. Let these families be. Let these families heal. They deserve that. Please honor them. 
Many of them have called me and asked me to tra transfer this message, and I hope you'll consider listening. Many of you would have done it anyway. Some of you might not. Please respect these families. They lost children. They lost loved ones. Could you imagine what they're going through? Thank you for your time. Any questions? Is he a white, did he belong to a white nationalist group? Did we even have one confirmed that because one's claiming it as a member? It's not confirmed at this time. There's so much. Uh, we've heard that. We're looking into that. Um, you know, and uh, we'll just keep following on. Did you speak to anyone at the McDonald's? And have you interviewed that person? If so? Uh, he might have. I don't know at this time. Two questions. First of all, would that make this a big time? And also, you mentioned yesterday, two people shot outside the school. How does that fit into the narrative? Well, it fits in perfectly. Uh, he could have shot them. He could have been within the school. They could have been outside. You know, th this is an AR-15. This is a powerful rifle and could have easily gone through a door or, 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 or shot while the door was open. So we're still examining video. Uh, it's a great question. It's something we've asked ourselves. Uh, within a day or two, we will have the exact, you know, answer to that. But at this time, it, it doesn't change or alter the timeline at all. Sure, sure, it's 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 it it certainly could. Did the rules that were targeted, were they targeted for anything Yes. He bought the weapon in uh, in Coral Springs <laughs> at a, 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 a dealership uh, called Sunrise Tactical. No, I didn't mention release. I didn't talk about releasing any video. We're examining video, and we might release information we we recover all capture from the video. But at this time, we have no plans to uh, release any type of surveillance video. Uh, you know, I also want to uh, acknowledge Superintendent Runcie. He's been with us from from the. Uh, yes. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give way to the mic to Superintendent Ronsi. He has some important things to say, and, and then I'll come back to the microphone. Let me just um, first um, say, on behalf of the school board members, I uh, and myself, our school board members, I'm um, here today, um, just reiterating what the sheriff has said. Uh, please respect uh, the privacy of. Our, our families as they go through this horrific situation. Again, we can't stress that enough. Um, if you could honor them and respect them uh, during these very difficult times. Um, we've had hundreds of people today that have gone through our crisis um, services that we provided at several locations, two here in Parkland, um, two in Coral Springs. We'll continue to provide those tomorrow and the next day um, as necessary. Again, uh, the school um, is closed uh, from now throughout the weekend. We're going to be spending the next couple days figuring out what the path is to reopen the school um, and what type of logistical challenges we're going to have relative to what's occurred in Building 12 on this site. Uh, once that information becomes available, we will be providing it out to uh, the, the parents and the families in the community and the media as well. Again. Um, thank you for respecting our families. Give them the space and time to grieve and get through this um, very difficult time. Sheriff, is there a reason he targeted certain rooms? He went, seemed to have gone to specific rooms and then upstairs. Have you found any reason for that? Uh, I mean, uh, that's what our detectives and that's what the FBI are doing. We're interviewing him. We'll be, you know, we'll be speaking to him and gathering that information. Uh, but I can't enlighten you on that right now. How many people are ready? Someone that it was a matrix for the security and the members. 
Well, he was dropped off uh, by an Uber vehicle. Um, and let me say this, the, uh, at this point, the driver is not complicit in any way, shape, or form. The driver just simply picked up a fare and dropped the fare off at, uh, at Stoneman Douglas. He walked in the, the, uh, into the gate. He walked into the school, and uh, I don't know that anybody recognized him or, or, or knew who he was or well, that point. I don't know anything. At, I don't know anything at this time. At this point, we have no read. There, there are other people we want to certainly talk to. There are people, people of interest that might enlighten us as to why he did what he did. But at this point, there, at this time, there's no, uh, no accomplice or nobody else that we're looking at uh, from that perspective. When you have the student here, was he required to? I'm sorry, you're talking. What Senator Nelson mentioned yesterday about to get him wearing a gas mask and a bulletproof vest. No mention of that. And you convey the timeline. Can you tell us anything more about that, whether that's true or not, or with no. him? No, I, I have no reason to believe. I, I, I haven't seen the videos yet. I'm going to be brief tomorrow on that, but I don't know that he had a mask on at any time. When he was a student here, was he required to carry his belongings in a clear bag because of, the, of a fear of the teachers that he might bring a weapon into the school? I've never heard that before. So this morning you said there were still remains inside the school. Uh, have, have they been taken from the school? All, all the all the victims are at the medical exam uh, medical medical examiner's office, and right now the medical examiner is, is doing a thorough investigation. As I said before, we we want to release the, the victims to their families. Um, we we understand that the Sabbath is tomorrow, and we're very cognizant of that. But the main thing we want to do is we want to make sure there's a successful prosecution, and we want to do we we, we want to go as fast as we can, but accurate is better than, uh, than speedy. Sure, and is the school still being swept in that The school is a crime scene, and we're examining the crime scene. Thank you. Out of this list, all our students, all of the people here. That I read out? No, no. Some are, there's a T, there, there are adults on the list as well. Has the family he was staying with said anything, that they noticed anything, anything like that, the room that he was staying in? I'm not sure at this time. That's something that we'll examine. Are they I've never heard that first. Uh, the first uh, gentleman you named, I've never heard his name before. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That was the sheriff of Broward County, um, Sheriff Israel. And uh, the updates that we have at this hour is he gave the timeline of uh, the uh, shooter being dropped off by an Uber driver systematically walking into the school, uh, going floor to floor. Uh, this is a, a sort of a unique situation because the shooter is still alive, and I think that uh, there's going to be um, quite a bit of uh, information that um, they will be able to glean because he is alive, is available for uh, interviewing. So questions of uh, why he chose a particular room or not, was it random? sure those things are going to come now as we mentioned yesterday you know the fog we had our uh u.s senator from florida bill nelson talk about the fact that he had a, a mask on he had uh, smoke canisters and um we've just heard from the the sheriff that uh, though he has not looked at the videos 
he seemed to dismiss that. So as we mentioned uh, and, and even mentioned for the next few days, um, law enforcement uh, and those at the core of the investigation, they are the only ones that have all the facts. And as uh, we are very careful with uh, what we share and um, even what we're uh, going to be uh, discussing, we're trying to be as factual as possible. So uh, that uh, the information of uh, how he actually moved through the building uh, and uh, what he did, we're still going to find out more about that uh, in the days to come. Uh, But um, as I was watching there, uh, for those of you in Sarasota, Senator Bill Galvano, uh, I'm sure, was there representing the Florida Senate. Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Congresswoman from Broward County, she was uh, there. Uh, uh, members of the school board were there. And so um, they're having the first of a memorial service tonight at 6. And obviously, uh, this community, uh, and uh, by virtue of the statement by the sheriff, uh some of these victims, uh, one would assume, are uh, victims uh, who are Jewish. And because of um, some of the, the Jewish uh, biblical regulations about the, the Sabbath coming at some, uh, sundown tomorrow, and uh, there are some uh, a burial um, instructions in terms of when someone passes. And so uh, you heard the sheriff sharing that as well. Now, what we're going to do when we come back... Um, the sheriff mentioned the names, but, um, and by the way, we're going to have plenty of time in the next few days. I've got some thoughts that I'd like to share about, uh, some things to put on the table of what we might do to make uh, school safer, uh, family components. Um, obviously this is going to dominate the conversation because this is, this is family. Uh, this is Floridians. I mean, this is, this is here in our backyard. These are children. And um, and so we're going to have a, a chance to hear from you, and uh, I've got some thoughts as well. Going to take a break. Uh, got to get caught up here on our schedule. But um, when I come back, I want to share a little bit uh, today, uh, especially during this hour, because I know many of you are praying and might want to be praying at 6 o'clock when that memorial service gets underway in South Florida. But uh, these aren't just 17 names. These are 17 people with 17 souls with 17 hearts and desires. Um, Thanks to our colleagues over at WFLA, I'm going to be sharing uh, some reporting they have on on the victims. That's coming up in a moment at Bill Bunkley's show. But let's go ahead and uh, take a quick time out. I'll be right back. This is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth. Now, the book of Jonah presents a wheel of a story but it's also packed with implications for you and me. Through Jonah, God's calling us to go to the city to share the gospel. And to know the truth, we're answering the call by expanding into more cities than ever before. Learn more in a special interview broadcast on Know the Truth. That's right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. 
Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. If people can't hear the message, they can't receive the message. Audio issues in your church sanctuary can cause people sitting in dead spots to have trouble hearing while others are drowned in loudness. Christian Sound Installation is your full-service audio-visual team, specializing in the design, installation, improvement, and repair of audio and video systems, and training your volunteer team as part of the installation process. Don't lose the message. Call Christian Sound Installation at 813-505-6302 or visit CSIFL.net. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Ask an attorney every Saturday at 8 a.m. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question, and no such thing that would, would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. AM 570 and What a thought. Grace wins every time. Bill Bunkley here on Fate Talk 570 and 910. Just gave you the update from Broward County. Uh, let me remind you of a few things. First of all, coming up uh, day after tomorrow, Project Hero, the honor ride. Well, I want to really encourage you, especially especially those, you, those of you who are cycling enthusiasts uh, with your family, your kids. Come on out to Tropicana Field this Saturday, February the 17th, for the Project Hero honor ride. You're going to have to check in first at projecthero.com, but check-ins at 6.45. The ride starts at 8 o'clock. There's three different levels, three different routes uh, in and around St. Petersburg, and the ride includes breakfast and lunch. And uh, come on out and meet the the heroes who have kept us safe. We'll have our promotional folks there uh, for the event, along with our own Captain Matt Bruce will be there. We'll be glad to sign some autographs for you. How about that? Hey, also, Ladies Night Out, uh, we sold out last year. I want to remind you that, uh, ladies, it's time for you to go to our website at letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out. 
Make sure you get your tickets. Very reasonable. It's going to be held at Bell Shoals Baptist Church on Thursday, March 22nd, 5 to 9 p.m. Leslie Norris Townsend Townsend is going to be um, the lady who's going to keep you in stitches. Great event for your Bible Fellowship uh, Women's Group or Women's Bible Study. Hey, bring your friends out, the gals from the church. It's going to be a great night. And by the way, we'll have food trucks there as well. So when the event gets underway with the expo at 5 o'clock, if uh, you need to get something to eat, hey, you can also check out your food favorite food truck. But we're going to have uh, some light hors d'oeuvres and uh, some desserts. And so a lot of fun. The expo, got some booths, you can spend some money, have some fun, all of that. Again, March 22nd for the ladies, Ladies Night Out. Go to letstalkfaith.com forward slash ladies night out. And reminding you that uh, we've, um, because of the events the last couple of days, um, we are excited to uh, share more of our day-by-day itinerary for the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to both uh, Jordan and Israel on May 21st. So I want to remind you that if you go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, click on the link for the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage right there on our landing page under my picture. Check it out. Absolutely awesome itinerary. A lot of extra stops. Um, Israel past, present, and future. We want you to be with us. And remember, it's Petra, Jordan, and Israel. What a value. Um, $39.65. That's right. $3,965 per person, double occupancy. That is a steal for what we are doing. And uh, I'm uh, praying for the team. To me, this is a ministry. This is an outreach. And those of you who have been before, I invite you to come and go deeper with us uh, for that second or third look. First-timers, I'm excited. But I want you to know my heart is to bring back a, a group of folks, a team of folks that will then go forth back to your local congregations, your local places of worship, and your communities, and really be fired up by seeing things firsthand to impact Christ. Now, if you want some information, hey, give us a call, either myself, Boaz Shalgi with EDI Travel, or his wife, Maggie Shalgi. One of us will call you back. Call right now, 813-515-1510, 813-515-1510. love to talk to you. And by the way, pastors, if you'd like to bring uh, your group, hey, just a, a small group as small as, uh, you know, 10 or 20 people. Let us tell you how we'll help you make that happen, and we've got uh, some uh, spectacular uh, opportunities for you to do that, and we'll reward you for your efforts as well. Let's see how many folks that we can get fired up in Israel. Again, that number, 813-515-1510. Let's check in with SRN News and get back uh, on our schedule when I come back. My tribute to the 17 fallen victims courtesy of our friends at uh, Newswatch 8, WFLA, and uh, I'm sure my friend Jeff Patterson, who I believe is uh, down in South Florida, covering all of uh, what's uh, unfolding. More of the Bill Bunkley Show and our tribute to the victims next. Don't go away. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A Broward County Sheriff's Office report says Nicholas Cruz confessed to being the shooter at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. According to the report, he told interrogating officers that he began shooting students that he saw in the hallways and on school grounds on Wednesday. Months before, authorities say Cruz walked into his former high school in Florida and slaughtered 17 people. The troubled teen began showing what may have been warning signs he was bent on violence. 
In September, for example, a YouTube user with a screen name Nicholas Cruz posted, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. The FBI says it investigated but couldn't identify the user. The Senate has now rejected four separate immigration proposals and suggests its long-awaited debate on the issue could well end in gridlock. On Wall Street, the Dow by 307 points. The Nasdaq rose 113. The S&P advanced 33. Oil up to 61.34 a barrel. This is SRN News. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Philippians 2, verse 12. Paul writes, So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Paul used the word work out. He didn't say work for your salvation. There's nothing we can do to earn salvation. That word work out refers to the working of a field so that it can yield the greatest possible result for a farmer. Plowing it, sowing it with seed. It takes hard work to work a field. And Paul says in the same way, it takes effort, hard work to live as a Christian. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle? Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. This is an urgent update from FreedomChecksAlert.com. On March 1st, $34.6 billion is expected to start being paid out to thousands of everyday Americans via Freedom Checks. Checks so big they make Social Security and every other government program look pathetic. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. Lisa, a 57-year-old from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is set to cash in an even bigger check for $66,500. To be clear, this is not a government program. It is much better than that. There are no age and income restrictions. As long as you act before March 1st, you have the chance to join thousands of people like Doug and Lisa who are reaping a massive windfall from life-changing freedom checks. To see how you can claim your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, go to www.freedomchecksalert.com. But don't delay. March 1st is only days away. Go to www.freedomchecksalert.com for more details. That's www.freedomchecksalert.com. Weekday afternoons at 3. I work for him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Weekday mornings at 8. Join us for Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. America is basically a meritocracy where your identity is found in what you do. And if we perform well, we're patted on the back. And if we're not, we're considered worthless. In Jesus, your work is not your worth. Moments of Hope. Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bye. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on, um, well, the day after show here. And I want to tell you that uh, our hearts go out to uh, the victims, the families, those that are still hospitalized. Some are in critical condition. I want to remind you that uh, you can also be in prayer at home during the 6 o'clock hour as there is a memorial service. Well, we'll have plenty of time to open up the phone lines and have some conversations in days ahead. I've got some ideas, and you have some ideas, and we're going to share all of those. Very important to have. But uh, our colleagues over at WFLA uh, put together uh, a story, and it comes from uh, many other reporters in some cases, about the 17 victims of yesterday's horrendous ambush. And um, I know my friend Jeff Patterson's down there. Uh, but uh, I wanted to just share and um, what they put together, because instead of just sharing the names, the sheriff just did that. Um, we have a little bit of background on some of these folks. And as you're praying for them, these are these are not just a name, not just a statistic. These are precious young people who had hearts and souls and they um, lived in a great community and they had uh, they have wishes and plans for the future. First of all, I can't say enough for that assistant football coach, Aaron Feiss, who uh, shielded some students. He took some rounds. He was rushed to the hospital. He later died at the hospital. But uh, what a hero. Aaron Feiss, the assistant football coach who stepped in front of multiple students to shield them from the gunfire. He died from his injuries early Thursday morning, this morning, um, according to the school's football team's Twitter account. Then you had Chris Hickson. Chris was the school's athletic director. And um, all we have on Chris right now that he was confirmed dead by his friends and family. Then there was Nicholas DeWert. He just received a swimming scholarship to the University of Indianapolis before He was shot down yesterday. That comes from Glenn Greenwald, a journalist with The Intercept, that being reported on Twitter. Then you have Scott Beagle, age 35. Scott was a geography teacher at the school. He was struck by a bullet when he shut a classroom door behind him. He had just unlocked his classroom briefly to let more students take shelter. And after they came in, he shot the door. He closed the door and locked it. He was shot through the door. According to reporting by the Miami Herald. And I am looking at a picture from the Facebook page. We don't know who the little girl is, but a little girl, probably about age one and a half. He was a football coach also at the school. So senseless. Kelsey Friend, a student at the school, credits uh, this geography teacher, Bago, with saving her life. When he opened the door, she said, he had to relock it so that we could stay safe. But he didn't get that chance, according to CNN. 
Thank you, she said, for bringing and having this amazing person in life, this teacher, this geography teacher. Give him the power to be stronger than I ever could have been, one of the teacher's friends said in a message to Beagle's family. Then you had Meadow Pollock. She was confirmed dead early this morning. She was a senior at the school and had plans to attend Lynn University, according to the Miami Herald. Please say a prayer for the family of an amazing girl I got to call my best friend growing up, posted her friend Gigi Lovito on Facebook. Her life was taken way too soon, and I have no words to describe how this feels. Then you have Jamie Gutenberg. A student at the school is among the deceased, according to Miami Herald. Her father, Fred, shared his heartbreak in this Facebook post. My heart is broken. Yesterday, Jennifer Bloom Gutenberg and I lost our baby girl to a violent shooting at her school. We lost our daughter, and my son, Jesse Gutenberg, lost his sister. I am broken as I write this, trying to figure out how my family gets through this. We appreciate all the calls and messages, and we apologize for not reacting to everyone individually. Jen and I will be figuring things out today, so we ask that you respect our privacy. We will be getting messages out later regarding visitation. Hugs to all, and hold your children tight. Gina Matalano, age 14, was a freshman on the school's Winter Guard team. Montalito was reported missing when she did not answer her phone. She died at the hospital late last night, friends and family reported on social media. My heart is broken into pieces. I will forever remember you, my sweet angel, her color guard instructor, Manuel Miranda, told the Miami Herald. She was the sweetest soul ever. She was kind, caring, always smiling, and wanting to help. Martin Duque. He was a 14-year-old freshman. He died in a shooting. His brother Miguel, a former student at the school, shared the tragic news on Instagram. He said, and I quote, Words cannot describe my pain. I love my brother, Martin. You'll be missed, buddy. Alicia Alhadif, 15 years of age, another freshman, was killed. She was reported missing by her grandmother after the shooting. Her cousin, Arila Del Coiglio, confirmed the tragic news on Facebook, writing, Many innocent souls were taken a few short hours ago. Among them, we just got confirmation, was my little cousin. My heart is broken. Not sure what I can even say. I am at a loss for words. Peter Wong, a member of the school's ROTC program, was also killed. He was reportedly seen wearing his uniform as he held open the door and helped others escape. 
his cousin told the Miami Herald. Hmm. Luke Hoyer was also among the dead, his family has confirmed. Our Luke was a precious child who just went to school yesterday not knowing what was to come, said his aunt. This has devastated our family and we're in shock and disbelief. Our hearts are broken. Luke was a beautiful human being and greatly loved, posted his uncle, Tom Brownlee, on Facebook. Also, Tom said, excuse me, Tony Brownlee on Facebook. Tony also said, also pray for the other families whose loved were also murdered so cruelly. Carmen Centrup was confirmed dead by several friends on social media. Centrup was a 2017 National Merit Scholar semifinalist, according to the Miami Herald. Mm-mm-mm. Jacqueline Oliver, 17, born in Venezuela, had just become a United States citizen in January. His girlfriend confirmed his death, according to the Miami Herald. Carla Longrun was among the deceased. A peer counselor at her church has confirmed. Rest in peace, Kara, and fly with the angels. You'll be greatly missed. And we will always love you and celebrate your beautiful life, her neighbor wrote on Facebook. Alex Shatter was confirmed dead by a former instructor and by Congregation Beth Am in Longwood. Helena Ramsey was described as a smart, kind-hearted, and thoughtful person. Her death was confirmed through a police report. She would have started college next year, according to the Miami Herald. Elena Petty was also named a victim of yesterday's shooting, according to a police report. WFLA hopes to have more information about her life in the coming days. 17 people, 17 stories, 17 families, and others still in the hospital. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we're wrapping up today's show, I want to pray right now for this memorial service. I want to pray for the friends and families of the victims. Pray for your comfort. Just pray that those among them will just love on them. Father, we pray for each and every person who is still hospitalized. We pray for recovery of all of these injuries. Be with those families as well. And Father, give us all your thoughts, your wisdom. Let us be in your word. Let us contemplate what we have done as a society to get to where we are here today. And especially for those of us who know the truth, who know you, dear God, and your son Jesus and are filled with the Holy Spirit. Father, help us to be the ones in the front front lines, to be others-oriented, to come against this selfishness, this this narcissism, and to come against so much of um, the, the evil that has been impacted us from social media and all the external cultural sources. Put a hedge of protection around our families, our children. And Father, help us to have an open and honest conversation about protecting our precious children. Dear Father, I ask you this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thanks for being with us today on a, on a very um, emotional day. 
more to talk about, more to come in days ahead. We'll be having plenty of opportunities for you to join the conversation and to hear my thoughts as well. Coming up tomorrow, we'll learn how to have conversations with our children about these school shootings. You don't want to miss that at 5 o'clock when we talk with the Vice President of Parenting for Focus on the Family, Danny Huerta. That will be an important segment. And we'll also go out to Hollywood to find out what's uh, what's up in the movies. Remember that uh, any portion of our show, including tomorrow, you can catch the podcast at letstalkfaith.com, listen online or download it. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten. Today's message, Gospel Change, Part 1 from Ephesians 4. Hope you listen in. I'm Bill Bunkley. Till tomorrow at 4. God bless and hug your children. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.